take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from COVID-free podcast hosting to me. I'm back. And yeah, I don't have yeah, the coof. He doesn't have the coof. <laughs> <laughs> so we are here to talk to you about all the metal and hardcore that we've drugged up from the internet this week. Fthepit.com, patreon.com slash from the pit. And I'm gonna assume that nothing has changed in the years I've been away away eight. Oh, you are you are gonna be wrong. Oh. That's right. Look at you. Yeah. So uh I'll be starting us off. Gonna start off with the uh, a duo from Kevin off Twitter. Um, so Tom, why don't you play that first one? some delicious melodic black and thrash like i'm in i don't know the fact that the the fact that they're named after the mite that causes the scabies virus that causes scabies is pretty pretty telling even if i do (laughs) i I mean i love the music i just i think that's such a great little obscure reference that is i wasn't aware of that that's uh Mm. that's fucking gross (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they're named, after the, they're, named, they're named after the Sarcoptes mite. Mm. Uh, that's like one of the many one of the many useless uh, pieces of trivia I just happen to know off the top of my head. Ooh. Well, that was the track La Moria Grandissima. Um, 
off their two-tracker, Plague Hymns, which came out earlier this month. Um, that is also a almost 11-minute song, and the other track is almost seven minutes. So even though it's a two-tracker, God you're still damn. getting still getting some goodness. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of material for two tracks. Yeah, God, that's like the whole Charles Bronson discography. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think the Charles Bronson discography might be even shorter. <laughs> I think you're right. <sighs> well, I mean, this has the this has so many notes of like the uh, like the early Swedish scene, which <clears throat> I came to finally accept a while ago is like the only like early black metal scene that I really really care about is the one from Sweden, uh, Norway to a much lesser degree. But yeah, this this has enough flavoring of like dissection and sacramentum in winterland or i think i'm gonna have to go listen to the rest of these tracks which seems like it's gonna be kind of a monumental task given how long <laughs> they are but they're so, i mean i don't know so if i can it. if like dude if i can sit through like fucking if i if i can sit through like fucking samothrace albums with you know two tracks and 45 minutes long you know i think i can make it through these <laughs> well if you want to check them out go to sarcoptesblack.bandcamp.com and Tom, you got that next one up? Cause fucking play it. <laughs> So that was every empty vein from end. And uh, after listening to this album, I'm pretty sure their uh, end's goal is fuck your face. Uh, yeah. So I noticed they're from Jersey. And yeah. while checking through the members, I noticed uh, Jay Pepito's on bass, who has been in Blacklisted, Reign Supreme. He's been in quite a few bands. Um, yeah. If this uh, track wasn't telling you, this is fucking nasty. Um yeah, I like it. Yeah. Uh just nasty aggressive tone. Yeah. When those like 
yeah, the fucking caveman and sections come on. It's like, oh, I fear for the moment that they, when they play live and this is all over and someone's head just explodes. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> scanner style, right? Mm-hmm. So this came out June this year. And to get a hold of it, go to, I believe it's yourfuckingend.bandcamp.com. Yeah, that yep. sounds right because I, I, I guess I didn't ever bring them in, but they've been on my short list for quite a while. Well, you, you know, fucked up. Yeah, this for the album cover for the first album looks so fucking familiar, doesn't it? So, like, I would have sworn we brought that in. That or we all just somehow saw it and didn't yeah, like put it off the side for I a just minute. Fucked up. Uh, honestly, I've never seen this before. I don't think it's ever actually been brought in. It hasn't. I checked the archive. Yeah, I man, I feel like yeah. that's right. I mean, obviously, musically speaking, that's that's right where I like it. That's yeah. what, right where I like it. A little bit of uh, uh, angst feels. Mm-hmm. Did you ever listen to that yet? Fuck no! Come on, man. I'm fucking up. So <sighs> Jesus. All fucking right, Christ, Frank. <laughs> well, I've got a, I've got a, my own bring in as well. Tom, play it. Straight for my heart. Right? (laughs) Straight for my heart. Oh, like This is like, you know what I like about this? This is anthemic. Yeah. This this sounds like, this sounds like it could be the perfect, like, closer for a set. And like, this would be like the moment when everyone just goes completely fucking wild, when everything just goes off the fucking chain. And man, that was so fun. Most of the album, like, flows this way. I was like, when, when I found this, I was having like a... It was, like, right off of, like, a real shitty day at work where I just got oh, battered, man. and I needed that, like, I needed to I, be, like, lifted up and, uh, like, yeah, I can, I, I can see this just, like, instantly bringing a smile to your face. Yeah. And, like, it's like, I can do shit again. Like, high energy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm down with all of this. That was the, uh, the track Stang Grand Cerna by Nack Scott from, God, I believe they're from, yeah, Sweden. Sweden. Yep. 
Uh, to get a hold of that, go to nackscotthc.bandcamp.com, and that is spelled N-A-C-K-S-K-O-T-T. Oh, bud. Oh, man. Oh, man, I'm so excited right now. That brings it to me. Hey. And uh, what? How are you feeling? I- I'm feeling fucking great right, right now, man. <laughs> okay, good. Like, I just... <laughs> so, like, uh, it's funny because I was listening to my bring-in it's the third time I've listened to the album I'm bringing in in the past day since I discovered it. And it's, it's been one of the few times where I think I, I actually didn't want to stop. I didn't want to do the podcast because I was like, that means I don't get to listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Part of me was like, it's like, man, I just I don't want to stop. So I got, I have a, a bring in that I just randomly ran across uh, from Greece because I was, uh, I was looking for, Oh, what was I? I was looking for infestors to the depths and degradation on Bandcamp because I've been wanting to get a hold of it. Not only did I find it, but I found it on this label, this distro or label that I've kind of had my eye on in the background. But after digging through more of their shit, I think I'm going to have to start bringing a lot more of their shit in. Uh, and they're a label called Cruciator Productions on Bandcamp. And man, they have some fucking gold in the, in their in their roster right now. One of which is a band called Ectoplasma from Greece. And before I like gush about this band, because uh, I'm gonna, uh, I'm just going to have Tom play the track. So Tom, go right ahead. That was wishlisted the second I heard that guitar tone. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> so, by the way, um, this is the moment where I'm going to prove I'm a complete fucking dweeb. The fact that they sampled the scream from the Hunter from the Left for Dead series—you know—that's point right there. <laughs> the very, yeah, like I thought that sounded familiar uh, when I first heard this track. I'm like, where's that from? And then I'm like, oh wait, I've been playing a shitload of Left for Dead Two lately. That's where that's from. But okay. There are a number of things about this album that really impress me. Uh, first of all, the fact that it seems to have gone almost unnoticed by everyone is amazing to me. Like all the fucking shitty albums that have been getting a ton of press and nobody, I haven't seen anyone talk about this band, which is amazing to me. What's also amazing is uh, being the 90s death metal guy of this podcast. Do you know how rare it is? 
for me to hear an album and act uh, a modern album and think this actually sounds like it came out in the nineties. No, fair. It, exceedingly like it, it almost never happens. But as soon as I heard this, I, I looked them up. They're from Greece. And I was like, if you would put this in front of me and let me listen to it, I would assume that this had come out around the same time that like Varathrin was putting out like his majesty at the swamp or rotting Christ was putting out non servium like, you know, gr Greek black metal and like death metal classics. Like I, I was amazed to discover that this came out in 2016 hmm. and it legit sounds like it could have come out of a studio in 1992. <laughs> I mean, also it rips. The riffs are fucking great. The, yep. the album is great all across. There, are, there are no bad tracks anywhere. Also, there are some really, there are some really cool little horror samples, but they don't, they don't take over the show, which is nice. nice. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not like mortician. Like, don't, don't do that. I'm glad we're. <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Let me say, I'm glad that we are all kind of past the like two minute audio samples in front of one minute songs thing. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> that can be rough. God, man, fucking! I'm really just glad that fucking gore grind and porno grind are pretty much over. We don't need those anymore. But yeah, this again, this is a this is a band from Greece called Ectoplasma. They're still active. I think they've got four full length albums. I mean, you bet your fucking balls. I'm going to be doing a deep dive into this band because <laughs> this this album is fucking dude. Even the fucking cover art. Yeah, it's even amazing. the fucking dude. Even the cover art straight up looks like it came out in 1992. Yeah, I like that. It looks cool as shit. I know. And bro, you can buy the digital of this album on uh, cruciator.bandcamp.com for one euro. I mean, obviously give them more than that, but you have no fucking excuse. Also, uh, if you want to do one better, you can order the con the, you can order the CD for 10 euros. Sweet. Yeah, no shit. You can get this fucking CD for like 15 bucks and it and it's in a jewel case. And I fucking hate digipacks, so buy the jewel case. <laughs> um, yeah. So, by the way, uh, the the label the label name is actually spelled kind of unusually. Uh, head over to Cruciator K R U C Y A T O R dot Bandcamp dot com. Look through all their shit. Like they have some fucking gems. Yeah. In this, you can, you can check out this nerd that left this comment on here. <laughs> which which nerd? I'm assuming that's you. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> By the way, if <laughs> oh my god, just it, if yeah, I forgot I left that. But if, if you look at the comments, you're gonna know which one is me right off the bat. If you don't, then you haven't been listening long enough. Yeah, man. Please head over to Cruciator's Bandcamp, buy their shit, and I mean, oh god, they have so much good stuff, and you can fucking bet you're gonna be hearing a bunch of cruciator bands coming up here by the way this album didn't actually come out this year it came out in 2016 like i said which is kind of a shame actually because if it had come out this year this would have like e like instantly top 10 of the year material i can see that really really sucks yeah although uh th there was confusion at first because it the the band camp reads that it was released on september 2nd uh it was not that's just when this uh this label got a hold of this album gotcha i guess all right, so that's like, dude, I've been fucking chomping at the bit to talk about this band. They're fucking sick. Again, you can get it for a fucking like just over a buck. So you you have no excuse. Go buy it. Don't be a bitch. 
fucking great. Cruciator.bandcamp.com. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, oh boy, I'm very excited about this one. Uh, Tom, just play it. I was digging that for one and two. What was that? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what is that categorized as? That's like the most incredible Japanese melodic hardcore band I've ever heard. It's so bizarre. It's uh, it's w- like the the weird choices of instrumentation uh, almost reminds me of like Psy, who are not at all a hardcore band, uh, but they did very similarly strange things with black metal. Um, and it just seems to be a fucking, seems to be a Japanese thing to just complete like, say fuck the genre standards. Yes, we're throwing this in there. Yes. Yeah. I mean this. Uh, I'll start off by saying that this this is not for me. I don't see myself getting into this, but I can one thousand percent see what the appeal is, and I think that like this this to me is something that absolutely has an audience a very wide audience excuse me stop 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 sorry my cat is getting tangled in my fucking headphone wire um sorry 
Uh, hey, stop, stop. Yeah, so I can actually, I can absolutely see where the audience for this is. I can see the appeal. And by the way, again, like what Phil says, the the defiance of con- of genre conventions in here is admirable and respectable, straight up. And I can tell that there is a shitload of talent behind this band. So credit for that. Props for it. So as I did a little bit of reading uh, throughout their history, because um, they go back about 30 years almost. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Really? Mid 90s. How the fuck have I never heard of this? Exactly. Um, they had you're, talk- a- like, you're telling me this band goes all the way back to when I was like a fucking six-year-old yeah i mean Jesus. maybe not six but at least like i said i think like mid 90s so you know, getting I'm, I'm yeah i'm 30 i'm almost 32 man so yeah so and then they had a uh self-described very unsuccessful tour with and this is the irony here because i feel like as a band they succeed in every area that this band they went out with fucking fails for me and they went on a unsuccessful tour with Def Haven. Get Def. the fuck out of here. What? Mm-hmm. Really? Right. So in my mind, this hits those bright, uh, like indie sort of alternative notes and uh, experimental sort of sort of areas perfectly. People yeah, I was, went to I was going to say, people, yeah, like this yeah. band, from what little I've heard is far more interesting than if I, if I if i went to if i went to a fucking def heaven concert and this band opened i would i would leave immediately after their set immediately but i'd be like well, g- that's it it doesn't get better than that no <laughs> no um and you really do yourself a favor listening through the whole album it's it's dynamic um certain songs have more of a lean on the post-rock sound um some are a little heavier there's an all clean song i mean it's just great it's yeah, great. I'm very, very interested. And my boy, who isn't really known, like, I don't associate him as, like, uh, a heavy music fan. I mean, he's good for some deep cuts in, like, post-rock and melodic hardcore. But he approached me the other day with this this band, uh, Envy, uh, and their new album, The Fallen Crimson. And he's like, I've been listening to this every day for a week, and I thought you might like it. Damn. And I was like, well, you don't even already know that I've we've been developing a, a massive sweet spot for... Japanese hardcore in general, but yeah. this is just top tier. Why? I mean, incredible. Why? Also, can't... I know I know I say this a lot, but I actually do really like the cover design for this. Like, yeah, it, the the artwork on this is gorgeous. It really um, is. There's no like buy is, option. is the buy option on the HTML on the uh, it might PC be... on the dot com and not there's the a app. there's a digital album. Yeah, okay. Purchase. Yeah, you I can so. you can buy the. You can buy the digital for ten bucks. They have a couple of different versions you gotta look of the vinyl. Your, look for your browser. Oh, okay. It's on the app, you yeah. just it just, just doesn't there. have a buy option. Yeah, weird. you. It is a if, weird. if you're a if you're a vinyl if you're a vinyl person, you can snag a couple different variants. They have a black one and one that's in meca- uh, metallic sand and crimson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get on out there, nv.bankcamp.com, and check it out. Check out their discography. Um, support these guys because apparently they were a little disheartened a couple of years back and uh, I want to support yeah, the that, fuck out of this. Yeah, that's... that is that is so interesting to me how they could go on a tour with Deaf Heaven. Like when when did uh Well when for did them they tour I mean I, I imagine Heaven? that was probably an international like breakout tour and then if I like, mean, Deaf Heaven didn't perform or didn't draw numbers because they're fucking terrible. I mean that probably well, made me yeah, feel bad. <laughs> my my question so my question is um 
I mean, do you know which? Do you happen to know like when, like exactly what year they toured with 2000, Death Two thousand fifteen, I believe. So was this like? Was this like when? Oh, what the fuck is that album? Not not Sunbather, the one that came after that. Uh, it was yeah. equally it was equally boring, but <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. No, what I know is that like by 2015, like Death Heaven were really firmly established. Like everyone was losing their fucking minds over that. I, 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 have, no, I have no fucking clue why. Uh, but I mean, again, just that's so interesting to me that this band could go on tour with Death Heaven and like flop. Still, that probably is very my, very odd. My favorite hard times article is about. Is is then uh, is the article about the deaf having bassist falling asleep during a performance of fans <laughs> saying it being the most innovative thing they've ever seen? Oh, uh, it's like oh god! I, I follow I follow an, a, a music engineer on YouTube, and like people ask him questions, and one guy's like, "What would you suggest I do if I'm in a shoegaze band?" And he's like, "I'd suggest that your audience bring a good book." <laughs> oh yeah, no, that, man that because i mean this again like i said this this band their sound is not for me because I'm, I'm i'm not a post-rock guy i never really have been but it is they're certainly more dynamic and more interesting than deaf heaven have yeah. ever been so yeah, without i just again i fu- i'm just like i'm kind of blown like my mind is kind of blown that this band didn't that even i haven't heard of this fucking band people yeah i mean it's crazy it's crazy um people are yeah. strange yes. as jim morrison once said <laughs> yeah get on out there check out envy um but next up i'm bringing this band back in because when i saw about three weeks or oh wait, let me, yeah a couple weeks go by and none of y'all bring it in for a uh, post article tag i realized i didn't do my job so mm. we're bringing chamber back in with their new album cost of sacrifice it's it's bonkers it's bonkers okay. their last album was really good this is so, Tom, why don't you go ahead and play The Edge of Every Lie? Reflections of the victim You 
hit that bass though. Oh, I know. You know, and I'm I'm kidding with you guys, but I really don't see enough buzz about this band at all. Yeah, I mean, uh, especially with what's popular right now, these guys should be fucking huge. I know they got a little a little dash of like that vein sound. I mean, they're they're I, writing nice and complex music. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we have <clears throat> like an unstated running theme today in bands that should like should currently be getting or should have gotten more press than they did or are. Yeah, man. I mean, it's uh, especially they've been, you know, just looking on Bandcamp. They've been at this since at least 2018. Does it go back further? Yeah. Like, um, like I'm not even I'm not even joking. Like Ectoplasma, the band I brought in, they've got like five albums. Yeah. I mean, this is um, this is everything like when I just couldn't get into the early Knocked Loose releases, it was missing everything that this had. It. it <laughs> You know, it's it's got everything that they finally found in their in their last album, and like what, where the fuck, where was this? Why why weren't where? I I don't get it. I don't get how they're not bigger. I have to admit, as I was listening to this, all that I could imagine is someone crowd killing someone. Oh yeah, this like, is a crowd killer's fucking paradise. Mm-hmm. You may just see a dude just running at the edge of the pit, leaping in the air tongue sticking out of his mouth as he just decks someone (laughs) just meat missile (laughs) so get on over to chambertn.bandcamp.com these guys are from tennessee this was released october of this year this month and that was the edge of every lie i dig it hell yeah all right uh so hmm? yeah i I know okay so this one's a fun one uh anyone who's who's followed uh, the side stage episodes will have heard this name multiple times, but it's the first time uh, this artist is making an appearance on this show for a very good reason. Uh, so before I dive into that, we're going to, we're going to listen to a bit of this. Tom.
I just Go. made everyone collectively <laughs> rocket their arm for their fucking spear. <laughs> like, when you first brought this artist in, mm-hmm. I never, 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 never thought there'd be a noise release. Yeah, uh, amazing. So, what, what's really fucking wild, um, she very, very quietly released this like a week ago. Uh, very little warning. Uh, I, I hadn't heard anything of it. Maybe she had. Maybe there was some hype for it, but I didn't know until it had dropped and a bunch of people were talking about it. Uh, this is Poppy, and this is her six-track EP, Music to Scream To. Uh, it's wild. It, every track is called Scream. She just adds another M for each track, so this is Scream with four M's. Uh, <laughs> it, it it starts off with like a short, very melodic acoustic track, uh, and then just gets progressively more insane uh, and use, then loses any sort of musicality. Like, track two is a very, like, uh, car bomb-esque, like, electrical, like, electro-industrial sort of track. Uh, and I was like, this is interesting. Like, it's still rhythmic. And then it just fucking goes Falls off. completely <laughs> off the rails. Uh, it's... it's it's a really fascinating release, and I think, um, like, I know recently she had made a, a post, um, kind of, I don't know if I want to say annoyed, but I guess she's tired of, of the comparisons of quote-unquote old poppy and new poppy. You know, she wants everyone to see this as, she's she's poppy, this is her, This is what it's, it's the same been. artist. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, and I think this is almost sort of a, you know, reaction. Um, y- yeah, in a way, sort of a fuck what you expect. Yeah, yeah. Here, ta- you think uh, you think that was too heavy? Here, take this. Yeah, and choke on it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing because even the the more metal aspects of the last album, I still would have considered it a pop album. Just with yeah, a lot of metal aspects uh, yes. included. Um, I and I've been curious as to where the fuck she was gonna go, and this is completely unexpected and really cool um so yeah poppy music to scream to it's very i i don't know if there's a band camp i ain't bother checking but it's poppy it's very easy to find her shit let me see yeah just tip tapping away do you like my little yeah uh, yeah you like my little noise beat i sent you the other day i did did you not hear what i did you not read what i said <laughs> yeah just farting around yeah, okay, I don't think there's a band camp or anything, but what is interesting, uh, she called the album Music to Scream To. There was an album that she did years ago at this point called Music to Sleep To, okay. which was an all-instrumental. They actually worked with um, a department from some university to engineer that album specifically. like It's supposed to help sleeping. It's a very fascinating thing, and this is just the polar fucking opposite. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend you sleep to this. So that is my uh, that is my bringing. Very nice. And mm-hmm. that'll bring us to a segment. Some might say the most important segment. Some might say the segment. It's the brutal bruise. Mm-hmm. I like how we got it right that time. You guys missed my first one. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, you've never you, done one before, have you? Mm-mm. Yeah, Fuck, man. I know. I felt bad. I was the only one who was there for it. Huh. Well, shit. 
What do we got today? <laughs> also, did did anyone hear when like Mike and I tried to do that intro? It was uh, it was pretty funny, <laughs> pretty interesting to say the least. Oh boy! Well, <laughs> you know, Halloween's almost upon us. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Got my pumpkin head shirt on. Got my misfit hoodie. Oh, very nice. I got my misfit shirt on. But it's funny. It's funny that you bring this in today because I am wearing a carnivore shirt right now. Oh, Ooh, for the very astute, nice. You might have had a little uh, spoiler. So, uh, a little spoiler. You know, Tom, why don't you just play that track? We hate everyone from Typo Negatives 1993 Bloody Kisses. You know, it took me uh, far too long in life to appreciate uh, any of his work. I don't mm-hmm. know why it just never clicked with me when I was younger. I think I also didn't really try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the past like five years or so, it's fucking it's grown on me so much, and I don't understand why I wasn't listening to it sooner. I I'm I can meet you about halfway there. Um, I didn't really discover Peter Steele until probably four years ago. Yeah, I was probably about one. I was probably about twenty-seven or so. Hmm. And the first, the first band of his I heard, unlike many people, was Carnivore. Mm-hmm. And I found them because I, I really like a lot of crossover. And I, through listening to bands like you know Cryptic Slaughter and SOD, I found Carnivore. And then people were like, oh. Like Sam, uh, you know the the other band he was in. I'm like, no, what? They're like, he was in Typo Negative. I'm like, I, I've never heard of that fucking band. And so I tried multiple times. Like I listened to like October Rust and like Bloody Kisses and stuff. And 
I to, even years later, I've still never really been getting able to get into any typo shit except for like slow, deep, and hard. And that's because that album is mostly carnivore material. I mean, it it, it hits me less in the less in the in the places where I look for metal, and more as a fan of um of like eighties dark wave shit. Yes. The the same thing yeah. like where I'm you know, when I'm in the mood for fucking Bauhaus and Echo and the Bunny Men and Depeche Mode, yeah. uh this falls right into that category. Yeah, I mean personally it's like I think other than like one or two dead can dance releases i don't think that that style's ever really appealed to me that's fair it's, mm-hmm. yeah no it's just i always feel awkward whenever that the subject of peter Steele comes up because there are a bunch i know that there are a bunch of people involved are gonna look at me like wait you don't like typo and i'm like not really dude <laughs> i was i found uh so i was in the different boat of i found typo negative first then discovered carnivore and like, I was listening to Typo when I was fourteen, yeah. and like, sadly at that time, me and my one buddy we were like, "This is fucking great," and everyone around us was like, "This is fucking garbage." I'm like, fuck <laughs> you! <laughs> <laughs> like, it's weird. Like, I chose a uh, this section of track because it had that just straight like doomy like section, then into this just almost beautiful melodic bit like like. Yeah, it, and that's what you get with typo, and then another time you're going to get straight up hardcore. Uh, yeah, riffage. I going was going to say the especially in the main the main riff of the segment we listened to, I still hear a lot of carnivore in mm-hmm. that riff. Like it's it's the, as the guy who knows like what little material that band put out, like the back of his own hand. The, the few times when I have listened to typo in the recent years, I just, I'm like, I'm always instantly able to tell like, ah, that's where Peter wanted to throw a little, uh little carnivore shit in. It's always like, it kind of keeps, keeps you on your toes. Cause you don't know when it's going to break or when it's going to completely change, but you get a lot in an album and it's, yeah, it's still all done with intent. Um, and Again, it's we're getting near Halloween, and it has definitely has a uh, yeah that like almost spooky vibe to it. it. It's funny because that's more uh, the older I get, the more I lean into that sort of shit during the season, as opposed to like the the horror punk and mm-hmm. shit that I was into when I was younger. I still love that shit, and Halloween is still nothing but the misfits all day. Uh, but yeah, the rest of the month, it's like I said, the same shit that I just listed. Like, there's been a fuckload of Echo and the Bunny Men playing <laughs> recently. Dude, you know what? You you know what my soundtrack to like Halloween has been the past like week or so has been the Great Diggers debut. No, it's not, it's not 2002, man. Nobody listens to that fucking. No, I know. Yeah, no, it's I don't think you were here when I ripped on them for like an hour on a side stage. <laughs> no, and I feel bad because that would be God. I bet that was so fucking funny. Yeah, it was so bad. But no, it's it's been grave diggers, and it it's, it hasn't been helped by the fact that I got a grave diggers shirt. Nice. Shit, you not? Which I, I should give. I should send that photo to you guys, like the photos of it to you guys, so you can post on the Insta because it like it it's fucking sick looking. But yeah, like typo. I don't know, man. I just I have a really, really, really rocky relationship with typo and always have. But yeah, Halloween, Halloween music, it most definitely is. They uh, 
Well, they hold a very uh, special place in my heart. And even like lyrical content is kind of all over the place to dealing with loss of a loved one um, to kind of being cheeky bastards and just like they uh, even back from when they're in Carver, they kind of got like uh, labeled as racist and stuff like that. So they then make songs kind of directed at that. Yeah. You know, making like. Can you, like it's because people randomly heard a bunch of old carnivore songs like race war and thermonuclear warrior. And they're just like, <gasps> God, dude, imagine, imagine if the carnivore debut got released today. Oh my God. It It's also weird. Cause you, you never know. Peter Steele was weird. Cause you don't know when he's joking and when he's serious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, homeboy was a little fucked in the head. So. Yeah. Yeah, um, he he was known to have some issues, so we kind of <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just say it like there. I mean, well, there were also people who for years thought that like Stormtroopers of Death were serious when they yeah. came out with the yeah. Speak English or Die album. Um, yeah. So we need a beer to go with this. Yes, sir. So well, well done, by the way. Yeah, Peruse. I found a Allagash has a nice beer called Haunted House, which is a nice hoppy dark ale. Um, Ooh. and, uh, Phil, did you notice what the alcohol oh, yes, content I is? Oh, yes, I did. I, I noticed that immediately. So the, uh, this beer is sporting a nice 6.66% alcohol <laughs> by value. See, they get it. <laughs> yeah. They fucking get it. Um, can you imagine being the person that, like, brewing this and they're like, has to be 6.66% alcohol? And just be they, like, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, man, having seen Allagash's equipment. Yeah. Uh, that's all like they they worked with some fucking German engineering firm to custom build all their shit. It's wild. Yeah. I I need to take a look into that. You do. They're they're I mean, it's funny because like going to the brewery, I was like, "Oh, these are fun people." Uh, and of course, they put out a Haunted House Ale at 6.66%. Yes. Um also what I really like about or why went with this with this album is Normally, if you go to a dark beer, you're just going to get that more sweet, mm-hmm. sweet malt forward beverage. It's not. Mm-mm. You still have that. You still get chocolate notes on that, but then it's that bite's still there. Yeah, it's a it's a really nice bit of hoppiness that adds exactly that. It's um, it's really not making it bitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it it kind of lightens the the mouthfeel and yes. gives it exactly that bite. Like there's a it kicks you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Uh, well, do yourselves a favor. Pick up a four-pack uh, four of Allagash's Haunted House. Throw in Typo Negative's Bloody Kisses. Have yourself a good time. It's such a good fucking pairing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really... Um, I'm impressed with that one. I, uh... Yeah, I, w- I was quite... I was pleased with myself. Yeah, you <laughs> should be. Well done, buddy. <laughs> We All got right. news? We got a little bit of news. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I missed the new you, drop. Frank. <laughs> I missed all of you. It's been it's been too long. Let's I get... know, man. Like I wish I could have been here last week, but I was just too busy perfecting my blamage recipe. So It's all good. Sorry. I was getting I was getting tested. <laughs> yeah. Shoving For a what? fucking Q tip up my nose. Oh. Ugh. Was yeah. it awful? 
No, it's fine. It takes like fucking 15 seconds. Your eye waters a little bit. That's it. It's it's really not a fucking. It's not a big deal. COVID. Well, first up, we're gonna bring in a little something from Thailand called narc narco narcobite. Nakarbide. I think it's Nakarbide. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, it's it's really hard not to say NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR is, Brad. NASCAR Brad. Tom play. It. You mean the band? I'm down with NASCAR bidet. Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all about this. Yeah, it's fucking pretty uh, tight. The fucking the drummer in the Skid Row shirt sold me even harder. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I like it. I think it's great. Do you ever, <sighs> you ever narrow down where that came from, Tom, or maybe where we could find it? The silence. <laughs> All right, we'll get on to that old Google Hold box. On. And, uh, no, it's so, con- so conspicuous. <laughs> oh man! As soon as that like started, it's just like, yeah, man. <laughs> hey, they've got a band camp. Nakar. Oh fuck. Nakarbide. Uh, Nakarbide. N a c a r b i d e. Dot bandcamp. Dot com. Yeah, na- yeah, NASCAR bidet, man. God damn it, that, that, that fucking, <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> that fucking album name. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it. Yeah, the uh, the lyrics are, are clearly very poorly translated, uh, but it, it rules. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah, you want to, God, like, talking about, e- 
Yeah, if Unleash the Archers are ever looking for a fucking support band. That would be fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, hit like if you guys are ever listening, hit this band up. I think you'll I think you'll thank us, me in particular. <laughs> so uh got a a really fucking exciting one. This happened Friday. Uh something I'm always looking forward to. And you know, always watching all of the guys on Facebook posting about when they've got new shit coming out. Uh, but Cazador dropped a new track. We're gonna give it a listen. God damn it. <laughs> we went silent because it was clear you were about to say something. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, it's, it's fucking great. Yeah. I, I, I'm so fucking amped. So that was the track Blindfold off of the upcoming Acceptance Isolation uh, due to release December 4th. Uh, man, they just come from really fucking deep places every fucking time. Uh, and if you haven't gotten a chance to see them perform, I highly recommend mm-hmm. it. I think I like most the direction they're heading. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a fan. Every every track that gets released is is closer and closer to what I think I ultimately want to see them evolve into. Cool man. Um, you, did you already give the Bandcamp? Uh, no, that is CasadorBoston.bandcamp.com. Very nice. All right, we got another little one. We got another one that's been uh, it's been a bit of a wait on this one since 2015. Yeah, I wow. kind of forgot about these guys to be honest with you. I did too, but as soon as I saw the name in the email, I'm like, oh yes. <laughs> I I'll be honest. I have never actually heard anything this band has put out. I I see and hear their name frequently, but I've never actually heard them. I know they're like a really well-regarded grind band. I mean, honestly, they probably we probably brought them in here before, even before <sighs> your tenure. Yeah, and I've only been here for like what three out of five years. Well, can you take a crack at saying the track name? Because I'll just embarrass myself. Uh, it 
appears to be French and allures. Uh, allures? I, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go. Uh, with I mean, that. yeah, we'll we'll try it. We'll, we'll, yeah, tentative. But uh, so we're gonna take check out this track from Fuck the Facts. Interest is peaked. Indeed. It's uh I mean it's a very straight track. It is. It's it's fucking no games played grind. Um yeah, I'm I'm curious to to see, you know, especially after five years where the rest of this is gonna go. I'd be real surprised if it was just a straightforward I doubt it. Right, you know what I mean? I mean it could be, and that can be fine too like if you just come out with a straight fucking grind album that just fucking kills. Just good grind. Awesome. Yeah. Right. But uh Yeah, I'm I'm curious. Well get on over to uh invisiblearanges.com. You can check out the interview that they have with them. You can also head straight to fuckthefacts.bandcamp.com. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Word. So that's what that's what we got. Alright. So Oh no no um. oh okay, I thought you had something to add. Uh, well we're back uh, in full yep. force. Sorry <laughs> sorry shit got yeah. a little wonky for a bit there, but uh, yeah but I mean on the on the plus side my blamage is like great now. <laughs> really got that recipe down. <sighs> wow I really thought that joke would fucking land. <laughs> I don't know what a blamage is. Is that like oh something God. like women put makeup over? <laughs> Never <it>? mind. <laughs> God damn. God damn, you, Mike. <laughs> you are such a fucking prick. <laughs> that was a good pun. That was that was amazing. Oh, God, fuck. My fucking I know penis moved a little bit after fight, that. But I fucking hate you, Mike. <laughs> Well, all right. All right. That'll all right. I got to go. Yeah, I got to go play the new Doom Eternal DLC. Fuck. All right. So that'll do it for us here on From the Pit. Remember to head over to F the Pit. Eh, blah, eh. Head over to FThePit.com for all of your From the Pit needs. Links to all the shows. All that fun. All that fun shit. Uh, Patreon.com slash From the Pit. Five bucks a month gets you four bonus episodes, which I think we need to start recording very, 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 very soon. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get that shit figured out. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, rate and review. We would we would love for you to do that. Uh, if you're listening anywhere, download, 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 and I'm done talking. Yeah, I mean, 
uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, get a VPN or whatever. Download multiple times. I don't care. Delete them. Just they get download it. Like 20, yeah, download like 25 times. Yeah. Well, it seems we've arrived at our destination. It's now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>